Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 675 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Stephen and he writes, I love this Cipoli pastoral. Thank you. Cipoli is one of my favorite early Baroque composers. Um, I wrote to him, thanks Stephen, what other composers do you like? And Stephen writes, in a more contemporary vein, I am fond of Dale Wood's music. There are passages in his work that require a legato technique, especially with chords. Sometimes uh, I am at a loss as to how best to play them, finger substitution, uh, but which is best, that sort of challenge. In answer to your question, what composers do I like? Of course, Bach, especially some of the choral preludes. And I intensely care of the eight short preludes and fugues attributed to Bach, but maybe not by him. I think his pupil Krebs may have had a hand in composing these. I cannot prove that, of course, but I love these pieces and I have always played them from the Wayne Leopold edition, Sandra Soderlund, editor. I prefer to follow her revelations as to the style and registration. All toes pedal. I love them and find they never bore me. I studied them formally with Dr. Laura Ellis, always from the Soderlund edition. I never learned them any other way, so I was lucky. Thank you and your wife, life partner, for all you do to extend education to all who seek. And I wrote to him again. Thanks, Stephen. Yes, Wayne Leopold publishes great educational material. Current scholarship thinks these short preludes and fugues might have indeed uh, have been written by Krebs, but there is no proof. So it's safe to say they were written by the Bach circle. You mentioned finger substitution being a challenge. It's just a matter of time spent and experience. Just continue to play easier pieces and little by little you can master more difficult ones as well. Fingers have muscle memory and something more. They start to sense the best patterns after a while. The first 20 years are difficult and then it's easy. Stephen wrote back to me. I just found a piece I had enjoyed and and practiced several years ago. Would like to share it with you. I enjoy and care a lot for Marcel Dupré's work. This is one of the 79 chorales opus 28 he wrote for teaching purposes. I'm guessing that you know them. Number 28th. The Son of God is Come, very short and beautiful, and I wanted to share my a guiding principle in my organ study, which I think is in agreement with yours. 
It is only through playing a lot of easier pieces and being able to consolidate our progress at a manageable standard that we can go on to greater things. I want to play easier pieces well rather than difficult pieces badly. I find that Cipolli can present some challenges. Having the fingering at hand, thanks to you, makes the task of learning it so much easier. Dupre marked all the fingering and pedaling in the chorales. Happy holidays, all of them. So, so this was a long message from Stevens, and primarily he loves Cipolli Pastorale. Yes, and so what else can I add to this? Uh, what is your take about um, about um, uh, learning difficult things badly or easier things uh, to the to the best of your ability? I think I would take a middle ground. I wouldn't practice just you know easy and short things. Maybe you could you know work on a few of those and also at the same time learn something harder and longer. And why is that you feel like this way? That way I think you would be well balanced because if you will only learn small things, you might never you know go to the longer pieces. Next level. Yes. I might agree with you here because because you have to constantly challenge yourself. Not too much, but also not too little. And uh, this middle ground playing a variety of repertoire adds, uh, adds a little bit more possibility for your muscles and brain to work together. Yes, because, you know, I don't think that um, the length of the piece always determines its uh, difficulty level. You might have, you know, quite a long piece, but not as hard as maybe a short and really difficult miniature. But um, you always need to have short pieces and long pieces because we develop s different skills that you need. Because when you are playing, you know, the long piece, it develops your concentration, which is very important for organist and any musician. I find um, just yesterday, for example, um, I had this thought in my head that I can sight read easier things than I can improvise. I can improvise more difficult things like uh, partitas and even fugues, but I could, could not sight read during a recital partitas and fugues. Why is that? Because we are more difficult, probably. But why and can I? Yes, but why can I play from my uh, from uh, spontaneously? You know. Not written on the page, but spontaneously in my mind. Difficult things. While reading the score, I am slower. Not not really slow. <laughs> I can still play, you know, um, sight reading pretty well. Most <laughs> probably better than most people. But uh, but comparing to what I can do without shit, 
it's less advanced. Well, because when you are improvising, you are composing your own music. You are the master of your mind. But if you start reading, you know, somebody else partitas or fugues, let's say, when you are reading other person's mind, which is always is a harder thing. Mm. Yeah. It's a little bit... Um, seems unconnected to Stephen's idea. It's it's what uh, Dupre wrote, right? Um, that only through playing a lot of easier pieces and being able to consolidate our progress at a manageable standard that we can go on to greater things. So I guess in in my case, uh, say treating easier pieces and then gradually including more difficult stuff, probably I will be able to improve my set reading as well. I think so too. Over time. Yes, and what I also think is really important to know that you wouldn't stay at each stage for too long, for example, that you wouldn't become, you know, just organist who plays a short, easy pieces forever. You really need, you know, to to find that that spot or the time when you need to jump to another level. And that might be um, how soon? Well, <laughs> you know, when you feel comfortable at doing something, it means you need to jump up to the next level. I would agree here with you. I see some other organists um, on YouTube, for example, playing only easy pieces really well or relatively well read, but never advancing to the next level for months or even years. Well, and that's understandable because, you know, when you love to push me, yes, to record something every day, then what do you think I can, like record a substantial piece every day when, when I would sleep, eat, and do other things. Oh, no, I, I, I'm not talking about you. Why, why are you talking about yourself? But, but, but maybe, you know, somebody who records only short pieces have also, you know, such a supportive... You just created wife this... ...wife or husband that, you know, pushes all the time. And in order to survive, somebody, you know, picks up the Stern collection and records it do every you day. Know, do you know many organists uh, who have uh, partners, organists, and who, who pushes them to record? I don't know, but <laughs> there are some. I know I at highly, least one. I highly doubt it. Yeah. I think um, you just recorded your uh, demonstration of uh, Groningen and Martini Kirk. And that was rather advanced piece, uh, 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 Chacona and um, Prelude, right? Uh, quite uh, quite a virtuosic piece. Well, Chacona is pretty easy, actually. Of course, you have to understand the style of it. But Prelude, yes. You have to have good finger technique to play mm -hmm. it. Are you saying that you're challenging yourself enough? these days yes because i have just simply too many things to uh -huh. do to play too many ideas and know sometimes it's hard to know what to do now and what to 
leave for the next week and how to organize the work because there are simply too many things that I need to play and to do. Me too. I also started uh, live streaming on the bench with Vida Series and and uh, I have really so many, uh, you know, ideas to play, to play constantly, new music and old music and uh, him and improvisations and even theater, organ repertoire. And so, I'm yeah constantly challenging myself, probably more than most people. Um, so. I guess for Steven also would would be good to have this middle ground. I'm still f trying to feel uh, to find my rhythm, you know what's what's working for me. Not to overextend myself, and not to be, you know, too relaxed. When I'm too relaxed, I'm bored with organ playing. And when you start to push me, yes, to get more excitement. No, no, and then I plan next thing and next thing and next thing and then it's too much and I quit. <laughs> yes, that's what you often do. <laughs> I realized, you know, when I told you to play some, 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 some more difficult repertoire, like, for example, that beautiful A major trio by J.S. Bach, Alain God, suddenly you jumped to Wurlitzer and started to play jazz. Or... Uh, when uh, when uh, uh, James Flores and I decided to master uh, Carillon de Westminster by Louis Vierne together by Valentine's Day, <laughs> at first I was so energetic and enthusiastic about it, but now I'm not so sure that... Yes, you will never be able to do it because you didn't practice, because you did so many other pieces in that time instead of practicing where so Maybe I knew right away that you will not finish it really but I, I will finish it by by the summer for sure yes <laughs> that can, you might do can can you believe it yes okay so guys let's uh, let's practice intelligently Maybe uh, smarter not harder that would be a good solution right yes don't repeat our mistakes or repeat them and then laugh at yourself also. Like we are laughing at ourselves. All right. Thank you guys for sending these questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. It has hundreds of courses, coaching and practice materials for every area of organ playing, thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com/secretsoforganplaying.